start the segment with that, Amory. Welcome back to Radio Row. I'm Fred Slow alongside me, Amory Castillo. And Van's not here. Van's with Post Malone. Yeah, I think he went, I think he took some GH Labs products over to Post Malone because they're doing the big press conference right now. But uh, he went to see, he wanted to see Reba in person. That's what he that said. That was his goal. He said, I'm chasing and joining us on the program. And this is a fun one because we're going to – because you are all the things that I don't know anything about and I don't think I like. Casey Hudson joining me on the show. Casey, welcome. How are you? I'm fabulous. I love the honesty. Everything that you don't think you like. So my job is to make you like it. Right That's now. what I'm going to well, ask you to do. I need your help because I try. I sit with these guys three hours a day, five days a week, trying to convince them. And they don't listen. No. I like rebellious people. Let's do it. Well, it's not rebellious. It's probably just ignorance. <laughs> uh, you can follow uh, Casey at the Sports Case, K-A-S-E, on the Instagram. And if you go there, you're going to get a bunch of betting analysis. You're going to get a bunch of. It's my of, girl. Of hockey stuff and and golf stuff and and I grew up in St. Louis, Missouri, where I know we had hockey, but I couldn't tell you a thing about it and uh, sports betting, but I've never uh, enjoyed it. Okay, well, I can tell you a lot about the yes, St. Louis let's Blues, go. so I can get you on track with okay. The hockey. How's Al McKinnis um, doing? Is he still the captain? Oh my God, oh, Fred. We, uh, I try to get them on the NHL, too. They just won't bite. Casey, Why? will you pull that microphone up just a very little bit? Yes, so, I got you. The, all right, so who's, who's the guy now? Brett Hall? Um, as your captain, I can't <laughs> tell you who your captain Brandon is. Brandon Shanahan. As for, your, as for your leader, as for your dominant players, yeah. you know, Shanahan's in the mix. Yeah, he was the guy. Uh, yeah, and then you've got <laughs> – Cujo. <laughs> Where's Curtis Joseph at? Oh, God. Um, Bucinovich is – a fantastic right. Edit guy that to watch. out. Edit that out, no. Avery. What was that? <laughs> Uchnevich. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then they acquired um, Hayes over there, Kevin Hayes, and he's been a driven force. He brought that Flyers energy over there. But, again, um, <laughs> things that you just aren't interested what in. What you just said, I said, who? Right. I said, how? <laughs> I was down in Tampa Bay two weeks ago for the Royal Rumble. Um, did you go? Were you there? I did not go, okay. but I was Sh- there. Should have called me. I- so – they put 48,000 people in the trop. The tro- <laughs> I, I learned that I could call it the trop because I'm one of the handful of people that's ever been there. Yes. There's very <laughs> few people that have ever been there. I'm one of them. So uh, 48,000 people. And the trop had never seen that many people before. <laughs> not in a long time. I'll yeah. clarify that. Not in a long time. Once no. upon a time when baseball was still sexy, it, it, it's all those numbers. You know, they were the stingrays at that point. Um, then the drama came in with baseball. Were they going to stay in Tampa? Were they moving to Toronto? Were we going to move them inland? And then they started to dwindle out fan-wise. So. Casey, you are the best but you are a liar. <laughs> <laughs> the only time. The energy this morning. I need that vodka. Dude, I, I know. It's all like day four. We're out of our minds. Little teller vodka, that's what you need? Day four on Radio Row. Yes. The, the only time the Trop is in this many people is when your Rolling Stones were there. That's the only time. Okay, yes, I lied. I didn't want <laughs> to come out heavy with, with the Stone stuff because you'll get me on a whole different, yeah, well, a whole the, different topic. Well, here's the one where we're going to connect, right? Because Wild Horses, they <gasps> can't. Cannot keep you away. Cannot keep me away. I love this for you and me. I do. But uh, give me shelters probably like my ultimate, ultimate, stop. ultimate. Stop. Tell me how you feel about Fleetwood Mac, and I'll propose right now in Vegas. You know, 
you can drop it. I got married to Vegas. So Fleetwood Mac, I'm a guitar nerd. And yeah. a song that they don't get enough love and credit for is I'm So Afraid. And it's because it has one of the most spectacular guitar riffs that you can manage in a song. So, yeah, Fleetwood Mac is very much on my list um, of top things to talk about, love and all the good things. Love everything about that. Yeah. And you love you do love hockey. You love you love the bolts. You Same. do love sports betting. You do love golf. And and we talk about this almost every time, Amory, when we have like a really strong personality and and a woman in sports that's able to find a path. Did your path start traditionally? Did you have oh, no. alternative access? Can you talk a little bit about your journey? Yeah, my journey has been very rigid, but I've grown to appreciate it now. Yeah. Thirty one seeing thirty two in a couple of weeks and Congratulations. when I was thank you yeah. so much. Um well when I was in college I was kind of that person where it's like I liked doing the social media, I like doing the pictures. So I thought I was ahead of the game. I got I got a little arrogant for a second yeah. for a twenty something year old kid. And um, there was an opportunity with a lady that I was working and traveling with and they wanted to do all female panel and then before you know cool. it you're in interviews with top networks and you have to make a decision. Do you want to go on this path? Do you want to learn about piloting or do you want to stay in college and get your degree? Um, I pivoted out of college. I went to broadcasting school, learned the production side because I wanted to be a Swiss Army knife in an organization, um, and that ended up not panning out. So then it's like, what do you do now? Working with startup companies, helping be their social media like engine, and then being the person that brings ideas to the table for how to cover sports and what sports to cover to what capacity. So it was very much a learn-as-you-go kind of thing and uh, a couple different paths, a lot of startups, a lot of social media, but it forced me to get creative, and I love that now because I feel like I can hold my own meeting with people, networking, all the different things because I can bring a little bit more to the table than just my passion for sports. I can bring the production, the social side, and everything else. So it's been a journey. Well, and and obviously as we're talking about that journey, we're talking about kind of all the things that surround it. But what we haven't mentioned is uh, Casey Hudson, a young lady in the game, but also uh, African-American, a a woman of color in the world of hockey. That doesn't exist in droves. (laughs) It doesn't. It doesn't. Being a minority woman in hockey is definitely different. And initially when people see me, they think, okay, so you played hockey, you did something with hockey, and it's like, no. You're like, no. When my dad decided to retire in Apopka, Florida, uh, it was a tennis court, and it was a hockey rink so I figure skated for a hot second saw cool. these guys you know bashing into each other they don't let you fight that young but still the energy the intensity and it kind of stuck with me uh tune in moving to Tampa Bay then you have a team that's starting to get on a hot streak there yeah, really you good know. and then all of a sudden the hockey obsession came in hot so I'm a numbers nerd and I think that helped me out in terms of like growing in hockey because they have so many different statistical standpoints standpoints that you can kind of talk about if you're not into hockey too like i i grew up in new mexico and hockey wasn't big there um when i moved to new york city and i went to my first nhl game i was like this is the best sport why doesn't everyone (laughs) love this sport like i fell in love with it it's like put it in my veins like it's, it's an atmosphere that you cannot replicate or describe and the best part about it is when you go, like New York, as you mentioned, like the Rangers, the Islanders, you're talking about dynasty teams oh that my just have a whole different legacy and energy behind and it. And hockey fans are just so fun. I actually, yes. so I didn't get really, um, I, I have a sports betting show as well here on our network, and um, I, I, I've gotten really into NHL 
betting this this year. I love it. Um, the Canucks have been winning me the most money so far. Yep. Um, high scoring teams. I've been hitting the overs a lot. Um, what betting trends are you seeing in the NHL right now, or to help people in Vegas who are here <laughs> with us? Yeah. And I love that you take the time to do that because everybody thinks that hockey betting is such a taboo subject because they're no. like, well, what can you bet in hockey? A lot of things. A lot. First period over unders is probably my jam right now because Great. you have teams to where statistically you can see they come out up front in the first period, you know, seven out of ten times. Mm -hmm. It's worth it. Of course, I love player prop bets because I think it just gives you so much more to dive into. Um, and then depending on where your sports book is, like DraftKings, they're just looking for over just, you know, 0.5 on anything with points, assists, power play stuff. So, at this point of the season, you know who the power play gods are. You know who the point guys are. So, like, for us, for Tampa Bay, Nikita Kucherov, I mean, he's been on the most consistent multi-game point streak and of almost any player besides uh, Nathan McKinnon, and he's an easy guy to just continue cashing on a just half over half a point. Well, and not to cut you off, Abraham, yeah. I'm sorry, but you know when I when I very seldom do bet, I like to overdose on my bets. I want to parlay everything into one game. <laughs> <laughs> I not the smartest way to no, bet. That's, that's your OD style. Yeah, but that's what I <laughs> yeah, need. Yeah, go big or go home. Yeah, I got a feed. I got a. I got I a mean, fiend in me. So but, <laughs> I'm teaching him. I'm, okay. well, I'm not listening. No. So <laughs> what is the what is if I'm going to parlay three things into one hockey game match a competition setup? What is a, what's a hockey called? A game. A what? Competition. A game. What's a, a, game? a game? It's called. They're called games. Yes. I didn't know. Well, if you want to get really technical into the hockey terms, uh, like the barn. Is where the game is held. That's the arena. So. All right. This is funny. This, and there's no there's no hyperbole or gimmick here. I literally thought that was only St. Louis because the place they played as a kid was called the Barn. But uh, that's everywhere. So yes, that's, that's all good to know. Are the Barn? Oh, um, uh, games, today I learned. Like games that you would consider a mercy roll. It's called a, a, a Barn Burner. Okay. So that's when a game's like really out of control. Points are loading up, kind of thing. Super Amish. Um, I'm into that. Yeah. Yes. Some people. I mean, Jackie Redmond told me she hates when people call the oh, puck a disc we love or Jackie. a biscuit. But that's another term for the puck. Yeah. Pucks deep is something you're going to hear all the time. Aww. Hockey can get a little sexual. People get a little weird when I. I'm back that, in. Hold on, true. I'm coming into uh, it now. Yeah, Fred, I know, Fred. I know you'd like hockey. <laughs> I'm going to a Knights game before I leave. You are. Yeah, I'm a huge Minnesota Wild fan. The, okay. It's Monday. Love the Minnesota Wild. One of our guys, Pat Maroon, ended up going there. He had successful back surgery. Um, thank God. But it was it was tough Played losing him. Yes, he did. See, you know something. Fred, about don't act like you don't know. The big rig. You can't miss him. That's so. a super good nickname. It's his nickname. The. Oh, I really I, I broadcast how many games did I broadcast for the NHLPA thing? Oh are my god. Okay. <laughs> just, 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 just a little background NHLPA. for the, the listeners I, of the show right now. Fred and Van do a lot for our community back in Albuquerque, New Mexico. They're very hands-on. Um someone let these idiots. <laughs> That's, that's Sorry, right. that's what we call each other on yeah. the show. It's, it's, it's okay, it's she, she, she's like, what? What's going on? No, here? I get it. I yeah. grew up with boys. She, she uh, <laughs> they were asked to like broadcast hockey games. They hate N hockey. They hate N hockey. NAHL. I want to know how that went. Where's, uh, where's we, the tape on? Oh my that? god, we are hilarious. I would love to so see it. So Van does all it. the hockey moms love them. It was so funny, <laughs> and we we raised so much money for St. Jude because there were these crossbars over the ice. So every time a puck would hit the cross beam or whatever we would ding another one for st jude and then all these people on twitter would match our donations see that's fantastic so it w and it was so much fun but van who's not here with us he's hanging out with reba he does a million uh impressions so i Just kept reba <laughs> we're on a first name basis not reba mcintyre right. who's singing the national anthem for the super bowl so, so as we're doing the game i kept going i kept going van what would it be like if harry connick jr was calling a hockey game and then he'd go into a bit i'd be like what would it be like if donald trump was calling he a hockey didn't. game? And so we were doing – so it's just me <laughs> navigating in and out of 
different impersonation. Anyways, long story short, uh, NAHL, which is uh, developmental, so that's like 16 to 21. Mm-hmm. Uh, all these kids go D1 or pro, though. They, right. they all end up at that level. And, and so anyway, so we laughed so very much, and then we never got asked back. Oh, gosh. <laughs> well, the impersonations alone would probably be, like, the biggest, the biggest uh, elimination there. We got to start wrapping it up, and we got a couple more minutes with you. Um, I uh, we got to we got to touch on golf real quick. Yep. Uh, we have a huge uh, golfing's big where we where we live in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Uh, I love golf. It's I hate it, but I love it. Yes. You know, it's it's it's, it's, like it's, it's but I'm I've become in love with it now. I don't bet on it much unless sometimes with the Masters or bigger tournaments. Um, mm-hmm. Waste management—it's like hailing there, by oh, the way, in Arizona right now. Oh my gosh! So, uh, so there, it's been yeah, and all those wild lo- weather. All those lunatics are still wearing shorts. Um, <laughs> so before before we start wrapping up with you, uh, how do people bet on golf? Like, like, what's the best strategies? Just looking at their score averages. Um, like, for instance, one of the bets that we just had going on, I think last week, it was Peter Cantley to make top 10. Well, he plays very well at Pebble Beach. So he came in right at 11 tied, so it was so close. But looking at his averages, his scores are always coming in under 70 or, like, under 75 at Pebble Beach. So I would just look at their score consistency at certain courses and at certain tournaments and just kind of take it from there. Should we ask how you feel about Live Golf at before we get you out of here? You know, <laughs> I don't have any opinion on it. Neither do I. I just, I just like, love betting on it. Yeah, I mean, look, they're trying to create something more exciting, and it's about the money over there, you know? And then you've got it's some It's all golfers, about the money. A hundred percent. And so at that point, I want to be entertained. You're going to get your money. I want my entertainment. They've got some of the right golfers that have the personality to line up with it. Am I a big fan of it? No, it kind of takes away from the PGA and stuff, but... Um, you know, it is what it is. All right, I got my puck picks for tonight. Okay, you guys ready? Let's I got, hear it. All right, I got my puck. Did you say your puck picks? My puck. Sure p- I got my puck and pick parlay. Okay, are you <laughs> so ready? So we're recording this on Thursday right now. Uh, yes. So here's my parlay. You don't uh, want to confuse people, Fred. All right, so I have the Canucks playing the Bruins because you're – What's bar- the over-under? I didn't ask. So the money line on this is I'm well, going to take Bruins. I'm going to take the Canucks over the Bruins because you are a fan of they. Well, no, no, I, I like they are one of the highest scoring teams in the nation. Yeah, which I don't. Means I'm not win. saying I would pick the money line. No, it doesn't always mean win. What the Bruins have two of the best goaltenders in the league. Oh, I'm taking money line, and then you know, uh, the Bolts are playing the Islanders, oh, and, and I've been saying this for years. Little rival. It is. Long Island's not even part of New York. Get it out of there. Oh wow. my God. Give me. You're choosing violence. Give me Casey's bolts on the road. And then lastly, because we are we're here in Las Vegas, right. obviously, I'm gonna take the Black Knights, no, the Golden Knights, <laughs> and I'm gonna t- versus I'm the, sorry about him. the Coyotes of Phoenix, the Phoenix Coyotes. You know, they're still figuring out where they're gonna end up playing hockey. So they we'll don't just, pay their we'll bills. We'll go with the Yotes, basically. Why, do, why don't they pay their bills? Um Yotes County. Um okay. I, I don't hate it. Okay, so give me the under of five and a half total goals though. It's going to be a low-scoring affair. For Vegas and the Yotes? For Vegas and the, the, the what do you call them, the Yotes? Yotes. Yes. So, uh, I would wha- hit the over on that. Oh, okay. I already placed it. Uh, so. You're in it to win it. All right. Well, we'll see. We'll see what how, happens. How wily of me. I know. Coyote. But I love your spot in 80. Casey, you're very good at this. <laughs> give me your social media. Give me your outlets real quick. Um, at the Sports Case, K-A-S-E. That's across the board. At yeah. X, which is still getting used to uh, yep. the sports case tiktok all the things and then what was the other thing you asked for uh, d- uh, d- uh your appreciation of salsa oh my gosh i love salsa Same. i love tequila if you want to take we have bags to go okay that's what or I'm maybe so i'll drag cam to circle back around you guys were fun 
Thank you. I do like that. We are pretty fun. We're the fun table. All right, yeah. I, I use the no word No one vibe. cares about Albuquerque, but we're the fun table. I'm going to well, use okay. you guys at 6 a.m. for Casey, sure. Casey, everyone cares about Albuquerque. Amory is a liar. <laughs> also, we're the no, vibe table. Also, Casey Hudson, everyone, let's go. <laughs> Whenever we get back, more from Radio Row. It's two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal.